and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week, we are going to take a look at Enjoy Wrestling out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But first, we actually got some news around these here parts. First of all, it has been announced from MLW that Alexander Hammerstone will be taking on AAA's Bandito for the World Heavyweight Championship at the Super Series in Atlanta September 18th. Uh, This is the first major match of this cross-branded event known as the Super Series. Um, To be noted, um, Super Series is taking place, obviously, September 18th at uh, Live Oak Parkway in Norcross, the Space Event Center, which sounds amazing. I hope it's as amazing as it sounds. However, I'm probably not... you know traveling to georgia to find out um but this is kind of the big news uh, about the super series that they've been intentionally vague about with the cross branding um mlw obviously has had uh, at least a partial um partnership that's the word i'm going to look for partnership with uh triple a wrestling of them sharing various roster members um which it comes off piggybacks off the relationship they previously had with the crash uh but anywho like regardless of how the rest of the super series may go uh this match has the potential to be a big effing deal obviously bandito uh triple a star of course um and has done some major damage here in the states with ring of honor and whatnot uh, and of course your boy hammer is the world heavyweight champion the best wrestler in the promotion technically speaking because he holds the belt so should be a fun match and i'm actually if that's our first match really announced i'm kind of excited to see where we're going with the super series itself also, uh, MLW released some new footage this week uh, as part of their Decoded series, which, uh, for those of you who haven't seen that before, it's kind of a backstage, behind-the-scenes uh, look at some of the uh, wrestlers from MLW. This week, we uh, get a little focus on the Von Erich brothers, uh, Ross, uh, Ross and Marshall, otherwise now known as Marshall, uh, which just flows off the tongue. Um... But they're playing pool, they're wandering the streets of Dallas, um, giving some insight into kind of like their lives and their philosophies in wrestling. They do note that the most fun they've ever had in wrestling was with MLW. Um, and really, like, overall, they weren't wrestling fans as young guys. Um, and they kind of describe it as, um, you know, wrestling being... I don't know, almost holy, or at least, you know, the Von Erich family held the keys to the kingdom, and they really didn't want to, you know, take part in it unless they were, you know, sure they could uh, uphold the family legacy. Um, But as, you know, as they grew older, they greatly appreciated what pro wrestling has done for them, and now are looking to kind of give back themselves in and of themselves through their work uh in mlw and other wrestling promotions they also note that the 5150 match will be the biggest match uh the most important match excuse me uh, of their careers up to this point um they talk about going to dallas and kind of keeping uh the boys grounded in thought uh keep them from getting you know a big head um and the 
special, the short ends with a short prayer uh, from the Von Erich boys. So uh, it's kind of an interesting to see and kind of hear interesting to hear uh, things from their point of view, however short and, you know, not so much a traditional interview per se, but it was just kind of neat to see, um, you know, oh, what kind of goes on uh, between their ears because, you know, for as much hype as the Von Eric boys get at some points, they're kind of like elusive figures as to why they haven't really been given a shot um, on the American, uh, not just the American independent scene, but like the major promotions really haven't done a whole lot about looking to them. And it kind of just like this is helps, you know, makes them more accessible for the rest of us since they're not necessarily on our TVs every week with AEW or the WWE, etc. All right. It is time to go in the review portion of the show. Uh, for those of you uh, who are joining the party much later and have missed the last month or so of shows, uh, MLW is currently on hiatus, uh, taking a summer break, um, and they'll come back later in the fall with new programming. Um, and rather than take this time off myself, or even just like going through the vaults of MLW, which I still may do just for fun one of these days, um, but I've taken the liberty of of, you know, scouring the world of independent wrestling, um, trying to focus on, uh, you know, TV, YouTube shows, uh, something relatively short and easily palatable uh, for our purposes, and the fact that you don't need to listen to me, like, rattle on for an hour and a half by myself as well. Uh, so, uh, I've been given the spotlight to various independent wrestling promotions, uh, throughout the country, um, though, like, I do have a, seem to have a Midwest bias, um, just because, well, I'm from the Midwest, so I'm kind of familiar with those who make the rounds, um, but this time around we are taking a look at Enjoy Wrestling, and they are based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, I've been running shows for quite, I shouldn't say quite some time, but the last, like, handful of years or so, um, where we are going to take a look at episode one of season six, which is the Enjoy Cup, um, tag team edition. Um, and the Enjoy Cup, at least for the tag teams, is going to be four first round matches and then like a fatal four way um, final match. So you only have to wrestle twice, but that last one's going to be a cluster for you. Um, so our first episode out of this starts off with an interview segment with uh, David the Gavel Lawless. Uh, evidently, he's a lawyer, I guess. An evil one if he's lawless, and he, and he's calling himself the Gavel. Uh, he is with a tag team known as The Runway, which is uh, Calvin uh, Couture and Tyler Klein. I had to go through my future notes because I had not seen that. They are being interviewed by uh, Meg Fair. Uh, and the, Lawless is specifically talking about how he's the he's already the uh, Enjoy Cup champion, if you will, or like the holder of the Enjoy Cup. And it's not fair that he is being forced to defend it in a way that, well, he can't defend it himself. Uh, but instead of, you know, just suing Enjoy because he could do that, he is, uh, you know, going to have somebody represent him. And he's found the best team in professional wrestling, the Runway. Um, so... Hey, they are now our odds on favor to win, evidently, at least according to Gavel. Oh, we get our intro going through, and when we come back from our intro segment, uh, Meg is back with Bussy. That is 
going to lead me to say lots of things I may re- uh, regret here in a minute. But uh, Bussy is the team of Effie and Allie Catch. And I'm actually mildly familiar with this team. Love me some Effie. Uh, love me some Allie Catch. So I guess I love me some Bussy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just going to get those jokes out of the way, I guess. Um, but yeah, I- I'm a big fan of both the wrestlers and the tag team in general. Uh, Effie's actually a really cool guy. I got, I got to meet him in Iowa City. So, you know, yeah, I, I at least got to see him live in action and have yet to have the pleasure of seeing Ali Catch live as of this time, as of this recording. Maybe we can get that changed pretty soon, hopefully. Anyway, moving along. Um, we also get a rundown of our card for tonight from our commentary team and our commentary team is veda scott with mlw announcer joe dombrowski uh they run down the card for tonight which is two first round matches in the enjoy cup both again our tag team matches uh so obviously we're getting bussy uh they will be taking on the run uh, the runway and then later on tonight we will see mlw uh wrestlers while former MLW tag team violence is forever taking on the rip city shooters uh anyway so taking it back uh we don't even get a match yet david lawless is out again he is enjoy wrestling in his humble opinion and he's evidently like into some sort of minor feud with a wrestler named mr grim who he refers to as the gigolo paint wearing dude um but that will come later in the season. He does the introductions for the runway, the sexiest, best team in professional wrestling. Uh, the runway come out. They're, they are followed by Bussy, who are sponsored by a local cheese company, which makes me jealous. I want to be uh, sponsored by cheese uh, because I thoroughly enjoy cheese as well. So um, just out, you know, FYI out there, if you guys make cheese... I will gladly accept sponsorship from you. Um, and I could be paid either in cheese or in human money. Anywho, moving back on, monies aside, uh, before we even get a match, Lawless just goes berserk. Uh, the runway push Effie off the top rope while they're doing their entrance. Uh, Lawless himself is just beating the snot out of Allie Catch with his gavel in the corner, is thumping her in the head repeatedly until she has to be helped to the back by the medical team. Uh, Effie, though, is still willing to have a match, calls for the bell. Uh, he cleans house before falling victim to a modified heart attack, uh, which they called from like Paris to Rome, I believe. Uh, they had like some fancy model name for it that I can't remember that I didn't write down. I just wrote down heart attack because it's the old Heart Foundation finishing maneuver. Uh, we get quick tags by the runway and some tandem offense to keep Effie down. Uh, we get a, you know, a standing running variation of the tidal wave for a two count. Effie rallies, though, and he hits a double choke slam, showing magnificent power uh, for someone of Effie's build. We'll say he's not traditionally a power wrestler, so, you know, choke slams magically become double awesome. Um, and also leads into a malfunction in the junction by the runway. Alley Catch comes back in and makes a hot tag herself. Uh, cleaning House as well. Hits a double Northern Light suplex for two. Uh, Effie and Tyler are pantsed off Sunset Flips. Um, 
So, hey, that, that's a thing. We do get a two-gay power trip, a uh, variation of the two-man power trip from the WWF, Triple H, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So it's tandem, uh, stunner, pedigree. Only gets a two-count off of that. Um, things break down, and Catch is sent outside, where Gavel is now tying her up to the ring. So um, the gavel, Lawless, excuse me, just throwing out nicknames like I actually know the guy. Uh, he's tying Catch to the uh, to the ring itself, like the frame, so she can't come in and help. Um, and in the meanwhile, he doinks uh, Effie in the head with his gavel, leading to a roll-up with the tights being held. One, two, three. The runway with the upset of the year. Uh, defeating Bussy in the first round of the Enjoy Cup. Uh, commentary is just as shocked as I am about this. Um, and Veda Scott just flat out notes that her Bussy bracket is broken. Say that three times fast and also try to say that without giggling like a 13-year-old child. Um Barring that, though, outside of, like, the shock of there, which suited storyline purposes, like, it was a fun match to be had. Um, as I said, I love Effie, I love Allie, I love Bussy. Again, said it out loud. Uh, anyway, fan of the team. Um, so, it's always great seeing them in action. Not familiar with the runway, uh, but they definitely showed they can hold their own in the ring uh, while pulling off the model gimmick. Um, so it was a great way to start our show, at least in terms of in-ring action. So uh, kudos is fun. Uh, we we'll, shall move on. But before we move on too much, let's take a pause for the cause. Check out the folks that pay me the big bucks to do what I do. Get an energy drink. Start your own podcast while I'm away. I'll be back. Un momento. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian Ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy. All right, we are back. With Meg Fair, she is with Violence Is Forever, Dominic Guarini, Kevin Koo, uh, former members of the MLW roster, part of Team Filthy. Um, they put over, like, how, you know, they are kind of like the best team in the world. They are the final boss of tag team wrestling, if you will. Uh, Guarini notes that he trained Ripped City and also uh, gave... Uh, Joshua Bishop, the best match of his career. Uh, Bishop uh, Bishop is a member of Rip Chase Shooters, if you couldn't quite tell by how I was speaking. Um, but they are planning on winning the tournament here tonight, going through uh, the former protégés. Uh, we flip over to the other side of the coin, and Rip City gets a chance to talk. They put over Dominic Guarini as their trainer, and notes that like he's been kind of trying to ride their coattails, like following them around from city to city. Um, but it really doesn't matter because they, you know, despite Violence Forever being a very solid team in their own right, right the Rip City Shooters, of course, are the best team in wrestling today. So that leads to our main event of the evening, the Rip City Shooters, Joshua Bishop and Wes Barclay taking on Kevin Koo, Dominic Guarini, Violence is Forever. 
and I'll try to askew and avoid all the usual jokes I've made about Dominic Guarini in the past, even though he still is not good enough to find to pick up the crates at the dock when you need him for an island show. Anyway, match starts off with Bishop and Dominic chopping and forming, just beating the snot out of each other. Um, I would say, like, we didn't really have a winner out of it, but technically your winner was Dominic, who just pulled out a flash uh, leaping triangle choke out of nowhere. Uh, Wes comes in to try to break things up, and Kevin Koo ties him up in the knot and just sits on him, looking all smug, which I popped for that because Koo just, like, really looked smug and satisfied with what he did. Unfortunately, though, in the world of professional wrestling, when you get that smug and that proud of yourself, something bad happens, and what happened was Dominic Guarini got powerbombed onto Kevin Koo. Uh, so that was also entertaining just because of how that was all set up. Anywho, uh, the shooters control Dominic for a bit, get, the, get their heat in. Uh, Dominic tries to come back, uh, but he eats a big boot for his efforts, though. He does hit a rebound German suplex and tags in Kevin Koo, who is a house of babyface fire. Tiger suplex for two. Uh, turning the page, of course, uh, but this is cut off when Wes hits a Michinoku driver number two for a two count, but oh, it could have been three, but Dominic comes in and breaks the thing. Uh, things further break down. Uh, at this point, Dominic and Wes are legal. Uh, Bishop hits a double choke slam on Violence is Forever, and then the shooters do a double choke slam on Kevin Koo for two. He tagged himself in at some point or another. Uh, Koo, though, comes back with double head scissors. Uh, Guarini hits a sweet STO. Follow that up with chasing the dragon on Wes and gets the three count. Your winners. Violence is forever. So that is our second team going into the Fatal 4-Way Finals of the Enjoy Cup. Uh, it was also a fun match. Um, you know, I in the past, I've also been pretty tough on Dominic Gorini. He's always just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, but I feel like within the last year and a half, maybe two years, like he's really kind of like come into his own. Um, and I can jokingly say be, be much more tolerable, but no, he's still just a smarmy douchebag. Uh, it's just the guys he was wrestling tonight were even smarmier douchebags. Um, Though, I will say, on the other hand, Kevin Koo is kind of a natural babyface. Uh, I mean, I'm not familiar with him working babyface, but, like, you know, he's got, he's got some fire to him. It kind of works out. Uh, Guarini, though, still not very likable. Talented, not very likable. Maybe it's the mullet. Do what Wesley Willis says and cut the mullet. Um... But before the show formally ends, we get the brackets for next week. Uh, Veda lets us know that it will be Pretty in Pink taking on Ephemeral Babes, and the production taking on the Kings of the District. Uh, so that is our show. We are going to credits. Bye-bye. Uh, oh, we're not going to cut off that quick, because, you know, I'm never, ever done talking. Um, but just really going to put over that enjoy... Wrestling was an enjoyable show. Uh, a lot of fun. And what I've seen out of it, it's very much, very inclusive. Um, obviously, they're letting in, you know, they're, they're letting intergender stuff uh, occur, which not every company is terribly high about. Uh, and they seem to be uh, a lot with their, some of their branding and the wrestlers that they are bringing in. Uh, very much uh, L LGBTQ inclusive as well which is always a great thing to see uh in the hyper masculine 
uh, jockish world of professional wrestling. So uh, that is awesome. Hopefully that's not just a facade and, you know, continues. But um, overall, the show itself was a lot of fun. And uh, like I said about, uh, you know, uh, some of the other shows, like, oh, this is something I should add into my regular rotation of wrestling. Um, and of course... Uh, you know, I'm a fan of Bussy. Uh, Willow Nightingale has been in and out of there. Uh, she's a lot of fun. And if she, so, hopefully she'll hang around there for a bit if she's not signed by AEW at this point. Um, but yeah, like it, you know, it was short, it was sweet, uh, a lot of fun, uh, almost punk rockish kind of in the attitude. So, you know, if that's kind of your DIY can do thing, like, this this wrestling may be for you. Anywho, if you know if MLW is still on hiatus, I am more than willing to take suggestions uh, to what we should check out next. Uh, you know, hit me up on the social medias. That'll be at the end of the show, plus the descriptors, of course. Um, though you know, cheap plug going into this, I will take special care and special attention for those who uh, want to make recommendations through the patreon uh which is also will be in the comments and in the plugs here in a moment so but like i'm willing to like I, i'm willing to consume like most wrestling and have very little standards when it comes to it so as long as it's like a short easy format you know quasi tv show ish you know and even like last week wasn't a full-on tv show but like for a full promoted show, it was pretty darn short, comparatively speaking. So, like, you know, if you got something that's less than an hour and a half or TV ready, like, that's preferable, man. Anywho, rattling on incoherently, it is time to pack up our stuff, move along, enjoy wrestling, and enjoy your wrestling. Uh, as Brian James would say, like what you like, don't be a dick. Uh, words to live by. In the meanwhile, I will see you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova, that is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the Confusion Podcast. There's hyphens in between the Confusion Podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzkammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, -E -E at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.